Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk. I hope everybody's taking care of their family and staying safe. In the meantime, just stay in and listen to Cascade Hoops Talk. Today we have uh, Tyler Heeb. Welcome, Tyler. Senior. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. He's a senior shooting guard and defensive specialist, Oregon Tech Hustlin' Owls. He, he played all four years at Oregon Tech, scored more than 1,200 points, hit 174 threes in his career, and it seemed every one of those was absolutely when his team needed a score. As a defensive specialist, always drawing the opponent's top scorer to guard, Tyler is regarded as one of the top defenders in the country. Uh, welcome, Ty. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. So, Tyler, I'm going to just kind of walk through your career similar to what I did when I, I talked to Seth. But really, we have to go back to the start of your career. You were Coach Parnell. Coach Parnell had just taken over for uh, Danny Miles. Uh, you were his first recruit. And then with you, he brought uh, Seth Erickson and uh, Mitchell Fink. You know, the program had faltered. It hadn't been to the tournament, I think, in three years, which is yeah. forever for Oregon Tech. When Coach Parnell brought you guys in, what, what was the goal for the program? What did you guys want to accomplish at Oregon Tech? I really feel like coming in, uh, especially with Parnell being uh, a first-year head coach and um, bringing in a whole a whole new uh, class, we we really wanted to put the program back on top just because it had it had like you said been faltered. Um, we just wanted to make sure that Oregon Tech basketball was where it was supposed to be, and uh, we really feel like we accomplished that. I mean, over the whole four years, and um, I think that was uh, for sure our goal. Yeah, Ty, I could be wrong, but I think you guys went up. Uh, 137 I think you won over seven well over 70 percent of your games while you were there yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. and uh congratulations on getting coach Parnell his 100th win that was that was quite an accomplishment <laughs> that was your 100th win yeah. and Seth's and and Mitch's as well so let's talk about yeah. your career there because really it, it was a pretty amazing four years so in, in your freshman year you begin your very first weekend in cascade conference play you go to corbin and northwest christian and you you lose two yeah that had to be a pretty low was, point yeah that was uh especially just being freshmen um our first couple conference games we realized how how tough the conference is and uh those first two games were pretty tough i mean uh as you know corbin is so hard to play we we went one and three at corbin so we kind of learned pretty fast that that was a hard road trip. So, But you came back to Klamath Falls the next weekend to continue Cascade Conference play. Uh, you were able to sweep, and that sweep with Northwest and Evergreen, that sweep included a two-overtime thriller, which a very good Northwest team. Uh, Northwest was one of the best teams in the conference at that point. Do you remember that two-overtime yeah. game? I do, I do. It was. I remember it was crazy. Uh, if I remember right, we were down – maybe six points with a minute left and somehow got it to overtime and, and ended up on double overtime. So that I remember that one was uh, was definitely a good game. Yeah, I'll never forget uh, Mitch. That's the first time I really saw the, that little teardrop that Mitch shoots. He, he hit one in one of the overtimes to take it either into overtime or second overtime and then one for a game winner as well. So that was, yeah. that was a pretty exciting game. So the after you lost those first two, then you went 14 for 15 in conference. And during that run, there was a game it looked like you were going to lose. 
And there was this there was this young Wilsonville freshman that shot the highest arcing three pointer I ever saw in my life. That went through uh, time was almost expired. Ty, do you remember that shot? Yep. Yeah. The <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite memories at Oregon Tech, just being a freshman on the road hitting an and one three to win. That was uh, against a very good Warner team, and uh, that was. That was probably one of my favorite memories here is just coming in and hitting that shot. It was it was a special for sure. Tyler, I didn't think that ball was ever going to come down. That was one of the highest arcing <laughs> shots I ever saw. We, when you did that, we did you sometimes you would shoot a high arcing shot. Was that to avoid it getting blocked, or was that just your style? Or yeah, because the the defender was closing out pretty hard, so I knew I had to get it up to get over his hand, and then I ended up getting fouled as well. So it was. It was pretty lucky, but I'll take it. Yeah, well, whenever I think of that shot, I just I, I almost thought I was going to hit the rafters. I mean, it went way up there. <laughs> you know who shoots a really high-arcing shot? I don't know if you watch the women play very much, but that freshman, uh, Michaela Napoleon. Yeah. She yeah. shoots. Sometimes it looks like it might have slipped out of her hands, and then she'll make the shot. She shoots a very, very high-arcing shot. But that had to be yeah, a real highlight of your play. career because Warner Pacific, is they're, that's not an easy place to play or win. Oh yeah, the especially Warner freshman year was really was really good if I remember right, and uh, just just being able to go on the road and and get a win like that was was uh, really big for us, especially during that run freshman year. That was a big a big win for us. So in your uh, in your in your freshman year, you had that again. You had that four, fourteen out of fifteen run, and toward the end of the season, you had to go to uh, your first trip to College Idaho and Eastern. You lost yeah. at College Idaho, and then Saturday night, uh, you went to Eastern, and I think you were up by 12 or 14 at halftime, and then in the second half, boy, it changed really quick. Do you remember anything about that night? Yeah, I remember uh, at Eastern, I hit a three at the buzzer um, at, at the end of the first half and put us up. I think we were at double digits at half, and we were really confident going second half, um, and then we ended up. Uh, ended up slipping away, but I remember Eastern was really good that year as well. Uh, so that was those were obviously two big losses for us at the end of the year. Um, but it just it gave us kind of more of a what to expect in the conference uh, in the next couple of years on the road, especially. Yeah, Kentrell Washington scored 38 points that night. Yeah. He was an amazing offensive player. He was extremely strong, and they kept running that spread. Uh, with Kentrell at the top, and I mean, he was just really hard to stop. That you know, yeah. even though you lost that weekend, you guys regrouped quickly, and you ended up going to over to College Idaho and winning a playoff game over there, which I don't think anybody expected you to do when you were a freshman. What was that like? Yeah, I remember that uh, really well. After we were all excited because I feel like that was a game that clinched us making the national tournament. Um, so we were all we were all really excited after that one, especially because nobody thought that we could win so that was that was another really big one and uh especially for those seniors my freshman year they they wanted to go to the national tournament because they hadn't been so that win was huge for for them and for us you uh played in that conference champ that gave you the chance to play in the conference championship game against Corbin, which had went on i think they were the eight seed if i'm not not wrong yeah and then and but it you were playing at danny miles court which is usually a good omen but Chris Martin hit 10 threes and they were just all challenged and difficult. Yeah. I remember that really well. Cause I had to guard him in the second half, but uh, yeah, he was, we, we tried every different kind of defender, long, lengthy, 
we put like four different dudes on him. He, every single time he was just making everything. So that was a tough one, but uh, we still made the national tournament. So that was silver lining with that game. Yeah. And so you went to the national tournament, you lost to St. Francis was really good that year, but you got there. That was important. Oregon tech had gotten back exactly. to the, to the national tournament. So then in your sophomore yeah. year, you talked about the seniors and those seniors were, were very important your freshman year. They, those guys were really the stabilizing force, but they graduated. And so then it was, mm-hmm. it was uh, you and Seth and Mitch. This was pretty much, you guys were the scoring, spearheaded the scoring. Uh, this was pretty much your team. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that year was one of the worst three-point shooting years I remember with Oregon Tech. But I, I thought, I said this to Seth too, I thought that was almost a silver lining because you still had a very good year because you guys defended your way through it. And I think that's, yeah. that's what, that's what made you believe in, in, in your defensive abilities. How did you see yeah, it? Exactly. Um, I definitely think it was a big year for me, Mitch and Seth, um, to build confidence because it really was our team. I feel like, and, uh, we had to, it kind of was, it finally was our team. So we decided that this was our year to get better and, kind of learn how to run a team, how to lead a team. And um, I think that that year really built a lot of confidence for us just because it was, it finally was our team. Uh, it built a lot of confidence in, uh, in our leadership as well. So late in that season, again, you had to go to college, Idaho and Eastern, but this time you swept, you swept that one of the hardest road trips in the NAI. Do you remember that weekend? Yeah. Th- yeah, that was a that was a big one for us as well because we had just uh, we we had beat them in the playoffs the year before, so we had confidence going over there again. And uh, to win there back to back is is uh, pretty pretty crazy. So that was that was another really big one for us, and that was the first time we ever swept that road trip. I don't know if we swept that road trip again. I don't think I think that was the only year we did. So that was a um, big accompli- big accomplishment for us for sure. Yeah. Well, putting putting that road trip into perspective, as good as as good as your Oregon Tech team was the four years you were there, you guys went in the regular season. You guys went three and five on that trip. That is a brutal yeah. trip. Yeah. When you think about it that way, I didn't realize it myself, Ty, until I started counting them up myself. And I thought, wow, we only went. Al's only went three and five in that trip. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you did sweep them though your your sophomore year, and then in in your yeah. In your sophomore year, you were able to get to the national tournament. You lost to a good. There was a good Briarcliff team. You lost. You lost to them, but then you came back your junior season. There was no no more messing around. You guys had been together several years, uh, and you guys went out and you won the Cascade Conference. And in that stretch, there was a critical game in Portland, and Justin Martin was on fire. I, I think he ended with forty four points or something like that. But in the last two minutes. You tie, I think you outscored him six to nothing or nine to. You hit three three pointers or something in the last two minutes to secure that victory. Do you do you do you remember yeah. hitting hitting those shots? I do, I do. I I'm, I don't know why, but I always seem to shoot better at Multnomah. It must be their gym or something because they're all three point shooters up there too. But I, I always end up shooting better there. But um, it was uh that was a that was a huge win for us. I remember um, we really needed that win and. In the last couple of minutes, I was the hot hand, and I made a couple. My teammates found me, so it was a, that was another big one for us, and uh, really helped us with 
momentum. That, I remember that game really was a big momentum uh, shifter in our season. It was a it was a huge win. You know, I want to talk to you about your the you you mentioned about hitting the you were the hot hand at the end of the game. You know, at percentage wise, you weren't the best three point shooter in that group, right? In that team, but yeah. when the game was on the line, you always seemed to hit the big shot. Does it? Yeah. Do, why do you think that is? I don't know. I feel like this might. I don't. I'm not sure, but. Uh... My junior year in high school, I, I missed a huge, a huge free throw that was to uh, send the game to overtime in the state championship. And I feel like ever since then, I've always uh, tried to work on late game shots and try and build my confidence uh, in late game. So um, I think that was a big shift in mindset for me was uh, big shots and making sure that I make them. So I think that was a big lesson for me that I learned and um, really helped out in my college career. So at the end of the season, your junior year, it came down to the last weekend, winner take all, all the marbles, College Idaho at Danny Miles Court, winner wins the Cascade Conference. Talk about that night. Yeah, that night was was amazing. I had a bunch of fan, uh, a bunch of friends, family in town, and uh, it was it was really special because we obviously hadn't done that before. We hadn't won the conference yet, and uh, just to beat College of Idaho at home, which is a, a huge, which is hard to do, honestly, and. Uh, just winning the winning the conference. Look through to see what's going on. Shot good. Mitchell Fink, 75-72. Fink's got 22 in the game. They try to get it in, and they do. They get it into Berry Hill. Berry Hill's going to launch a three. Good and shot. From half court. No, and Oregon Tech has won the Cascade Conference Championship by defeating College of Idaho. 75 to 72. Barry Hill just didn't have enough time to get any closer. Great defense. Feet. Great defense. Good defense by Kent. They are the champions. And in a hard fought game. Can, can I say it? Um, all those, the, those three years prior, um, working towards that, uh, Parnell's first conference tournament, I mean, conference championship, uh, was a big one for us. And I remember the locker room after was so fun, just um, everybody celebrating and stuff. So it was. That was a big. That was a. That was probably my favorite win I've ever had at Oregon Tech was that College of Idaho game at home. And then about I think it was about two three days later, you had to start the conference tournament. It was almost a trap game. Uh, you ended up losing to Northwest, and Northwest was a very good team. But but you you lost to Northwest. Yeah. But there was almost a talk about that two week period between when you lost to Northwest and when you started to play in, in Sioux Falls. What was the what was the team's attitude? What what was that two weeks like? I feel like um we were obviously upset with our outcome at Northwest or versus Northwest. We knew that we weren't where we needed to be and we needed to have a good two weeks practice before the national tournament. So we really turned up the intensity and made sure that we were ready to go for the national tournament. And I feel like those I feel like those two weeks uh really made us step up our game and uh, going to the national champion uh, national tournament we knew we had a chance to to win it all and uh, we really wanted to make sure we gave it gave our best effort so those two weeks we really gave it our all in uh, preparation for the national tournament and for a deep run so that, those two weeks were huge for us so you had you had a couple of big wins at the tournament that year which one do you remember most fondly I remember the Indiana Wesleyan one was huge for us just because we had heard about Indiana Wesley how good they were and uh, they're an, a very, very, very good team. Into the front court go the Owls. And that's how this one will wrap up. Oregon Tech 
knocks down the defending champion and advances with a 107-93 final. They'll await the... For us to go out and play as well as we did, just kind of prove to ourselves that we were as good as the best. So um, just being able to go out and compete with them and beat them uh, really built our confidence. And then obviously the College of Idaho game the next day was... Uh, with another huge, 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 huge win. So those two games, um, I'll remember forever. Those were two huge wins. So in your senior year, all the dominoes were in place. You were set to be a number one seed at the tournament. Everybody's back. You're ranked number one or number two in the nation. And then Kellen Gehrig breaks his foot. Conference begins. Kyson Faust gets hurt. Uh, then you get hurt. Seth gets hurt. You know, just talk about that time and, and did the – personality of the cha team changed during that time yeah it was it was really tough because going into the year we had expectations of obviously being in the national championship a lot the previous year we were that was our goal all all uh, working up until the season started was we're going to get back to the national championship and we're going to win it so obviously kellen and tyson going down that, that hurt a lot and uh, we were still playing all right and then Seth and I go down, and, and uh, everybody steps up. Harrison Steiger played amazing while uh, we were out. Um, it was just it was a it was a tough time because me and Seth wanted to be playing, but the guys stepped up and uh, really made sure that we didn't fall off too far. So um, that was that was a big time by by them. Tyler, it was absolutely amazing that you guys lost four two senior starters or three assuming Kellen would have started three senior starters and probably one of the best rebounders in the country. And you still ended up getting to the tournament ranks, uh, I think seventh in the country. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we really feel like when we got everybody back that we were going to have a shot to, to win it again this year, just because just like we had thought previous, but um, obviously didn't get that chance, but um, yeah, it was, it was tough to go out um, and not be able to play in my senior year. For those, I think I was, I was about nine games, but um, I'm just happy that Harrison was able to step up and play amazing like he did, and Scotty as well. So um, it was just, it was fun to watch them. In the uh, second round of the conference playoffs, you went to Southern Oregon, obviously rival of Oregon Tech, 60 miles from campus. You walk in there, the gym's packed. It's kind of split between Oregon Tech and, and Southern Oregon. And as the game begins, everybody's on their feet cheering for their for their team, it's loud. You can't hardly hear yourself think in there. Uh, what what was that like that night? Um, I don't know. It just accumulated all of my experiences at Oregon Tech. I feel like going to Oregon Tech, you always expect huge. You always expect a huge fan turnout because we have such great fan support, and uh, it really showed that night on the road. Um, just it just shows that the Cascade Conference is such a good conference, fun place to play, and that rivalry is just. Uh, unbelievable Southern Oregon versus Oregon Tech. It, it always will be, and um, that experience was uh, was a fun one for sure. And I told you before we got started, but that Southern Oregon game, and then you went over to uh, College of Idaho to play the championship game. You had to play the number one team in the nation, Packed House. And I was I watching both games. I remember thinking back to that Eastern game that I brought up earlier when you were a freshman. Watching that game, thinking yeah. there's nothing in the world can rattle these guys now, not the College Idaho yeah. crowd, not nothing. Uh, just it was so amazing to to watch your group grow up and to be to the point where you know not even the loudest crowd in the country could rattle you. 
But those were a couple yeah, of amazing exactly. games, weren't they, Ty? Yeah, those were those were amazing games, and I think I think uh, we always ended up playing better in front of a big crowd just because we've been so accustomed to them at Oregon Tech, and um, they didn't really rattle us anymore. Just and uh, those two games were fun to be a part of. Wish we could have got the one at College of Idaho, but obviously didn't go the way we wanted to. But um, yeah, those were two two uh, very good games. So Ty, you're known as a as a defensive player. Who is the toughest player in the Cascade Conference for you to guard? I would say, well, if I could say Mitchell Fink in practice, it was probably the hardest guy to guard. But, no, it doesn't um, count. <laughs> but uh, probably Justin Martin, honestly, just because um, of his three-point ability. You had to pick him up at half court, and if you were off by more than two feet, he's making a three. And he was definitely the hardest to guard that I had to guard. But um, there's obviously some other really good ones up there, but for sure, Justin Martin. Talk about the moment you found out in Sioux Falls there was no more basketball. We actually were in our hotel rooms getting ready to go to pregame meal because we played in about, I think, in like eight hours we were going to get lunch. And uh, Harrison Steiger uh, came up and showed us, I think he saw a tweet or something that all winter championships had been canceled. And uh, pretty much our whole team met up in the in the hallway and we were kind of in disbelief. And then uh, Parnell texted us, and we all had, we had a meeting that was pretty emotional just for us seniors not being able to finish out our senior year how we had kind of dreamed of. Um, so it was pretty emotional, and it sucked, but it is what it is, and uh, you have to respect their decision at the end of the day. Yeah. But um, it just it's it was kind of heartbreaking just not being able to to even get one game there. Tyler. What has it meant to you to be a part of Oregon Tech basketball? Um, I mean, it's meant everything to me. I had a couple of different schools want me to go there, and uh, choosing Oregon Tech was by far the best decision I could have ever made. Oregon Tech is, has amazing fan support, amazing coaching staff. The players are amazing to be around. It's a great school. I, just, I, I, don't, I couldn't see a better place that I could have played, played uh, college basketball in. It just uh, has really meant the world to me uh, every, all my time there, and uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. So you, are you graduated yet? Tell us what you majored in. Um, I'm graduating in spring, and I'm uh, operations management. And then, uh, so do you know what you're going to be doing? So, yeah, I have a, a job up in Portland uh, for a company called PGE, Portland General Electric, as a uh, project manager. Oh, and you'll do very, very well at that. Well, yeah, Tyler, I'm excited. It's a good opportunity. That and that op, that's a that's a good degree to have. I mean, it's yeah, you'll do just fine, Tyler. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time being on here. Uh, thanks what you've done for Oregon Tech basketball. I've appreciated watching you through the years, and sorry to see you go. But uh, thanks a lot for for being on and giving me the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me.